Howdy, yokes. Before we get started today, we just want to let you know this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by you. We want to build this thing as big as it can be. More episodes, more merchandise, events, giveaways, you name it. No, like, actually name it. We can't do it alone. If you enjoy this episode or any of our episodes, go on and head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Consider checking out some of the great reward tiers we've got set up over there or making a donation of any kind. We're going to keep this podcast free and available for everyone. So if you have a couple bucks to spare, anything goes a long way. We could really use your help to make this podcast the best it can possibly be. So thanks for donating and thank you even more for listening. Well, hello, and welcome back to, to, to Bacon, Bacon and Eggs, Eggs on Sundays. Bacon and Eggs on Sundays. Tyler, wow. what are we doing here today? What are we doing today? We are uh, going to go ahead and recap all of Phase 1 and Phase 2 because... Phase, well, we went phase 1 and Phase 2 of what? Of Marvel. Of Marvel, okay. I can, yeah, so hi. everything from Iron Man to Ant-Man. I guess those sound very similar, but they were, they happened really far apart. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man and Ant-Man had 10 movies in between them. Yes. So we're going to talk about all those, get you guys ready, because we're about to dive back into six straight weeks of Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Finishing well, like some Groundhog Black type Panther. thing. It's like it's like Marvel Groundhog Day. But it's not Marvel Groundhog Day first. What? Isn't Doctor Strange what you're referring to? No. Oh. I'm just saying Groundhog Day because there's six more weeks of Marvel. Yay. Instead of oh, six more it. weeks of winter. I thought you meant like the... No, the not like the movie, movie. Like the actual concept with the groundhog that comes out of the hole in Pennsylvania and they shine lights at him and then it's winter. Yay. Whoa. Boo. Because there's always six more weeks of winter because winter doesn't end until the end of March. It's true. It's a scam, America. True. Stay woke. It is a scam. Christmas is barely a winter holiday. By like four and, days. Yeah. And uh St. Patrick's Day that. is a winter holiday. By like yeah. four days. Yeah. So there we go. Yep. There that's we go. It. Anyway, let's let's crack into this. We're gonna do a little bit of lightning round type thing. We're gonna talk about all twelve movies for like a couple minutes apiece. It's gonna be a good time. Well, real quick before we get started, let's run down what they all are. Okay, so, so save some in, time. in chronological order, we've got Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America, the, the Avengers, Iron Man Three, Thor, The Dark World, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Avengers: Age of Ultron, and Ant Man. All right, let's get the started. Okay, so the first movie in the whole of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is also number one in our rankings of the Cinematic Universe. We have Iron Man. Ethan, tell me, like, quick thoughts on Iron Man. So, Iron Man was, was, I still think, I mean, obviously it's still our favorite in the series. We haven't found anything quite that replaced it yet. It was, you know, from 2008, got Robert Downey Jr. playing, introducing his title character of Iron Man, who's been a huge, possibly hero, possibly villain throughout the remainder of the series. Uh, this is where we first get introduced to the Tony Stark character and everything that goes along with him with building the Iron Man suits, the first five or six of them, I think, if I remember correctly, in the first one. And he fights in that movie against the villain Obadiah Stane, proving once and for all that he is not the same man his father was. No, he definitely wasn't and also uh iron man that that's where it falls as far as the mcu goes but as a film it's just it's just a, like the quintessential best superhero movie example i won't say it's the best superhero movie ever although it may be i you know i'm not sure where i stand I'm on that positive that it's not but it's it's close it's a very good movie it shows you everything it means to be a superhero you know he's got a pretty clear coming of age story not necessarily age but he comes of of a realization that he needs to be doing something bigger than himself and that fighting crime and fighting villains is more important than just making a butt ton of money selling arms to the syrians and more importantly pepper has that line where she says he also asked me to take out the trash and that is just like on a whole nother level you know what i'm talking about no i have no idea when, when, when christine everhart is like oh he has you do his dry cleaning and she's like oh, he also oh, asked me to take oh, out the trash oh oh, oh, man. oh yeah so he goes from being billionaire playboy philanthropist to billionaire crime fighting philanthropist playboy philanthropist nah, not really playboy anymore no not really he, do they He's they like, share their first kiss in this movie right don't they or is it the second one i think at the end of the second one they kiss is it the, the second one time. okay but there's definitely some some romantic Spider-Man. tension between tony and pepper and they they find a love interest that's a whole 
whole in different plot that goes on in the rest of the movies. They find a little love interest uh, beginning a, a flame, uh, and that's 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 Iron Man for you. You know, it's the, it kicks the series off in a really good way. And it's directed by John Favreau, who uh, is honestly one of my favorite directors, and I don't think deserve gets as much credit as he deserves. No, he uh, doesn't. It might be because he's like insists on being in all of his own movies, and people find that weird sometimes. No, I don't think that's it. I think it's because all of his movies are almost great. Uh, moving on. Number Dose is The Incredible Hulk featuring our boy Edward Norton. Sleeping uh, in a lot of places in South America. That's exactly right. This movie is the worst movie we've ever reviewed, so we're going for a start. We got it. Get it? Got it. Get in it. 12th place right now. 12th place. Uh, start contrast. And listen, a lot of people are watching this movie this this week or last week. Yeah, because they're doing their are, whole, like, let's watch a Marvel movie a week until Infinity War comes out. And a lot of people are are the Incredible Hulk apologists. These people are wrong. This movie actually sucks. Um, it's just not good. It's, pacing is weird. The best character is the villain. But then, you know, the title character is just, you know, the villain dies, so we don't even get a future of that. Like, there's no follow-up with that. Uh, there's no follow-up with Grey Hulk. And the main character is just like a, it's just like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a, I don't, I don't bread. know what you're trying to say. Well, it's like a cookie cutter action movie where he's just watching his watch for his heart rate. You know, it's it's just not a good movie. Plus, like the U.S. government is firing guns at college campuses and in New York City, and it's a weird, jumbled, confusing mess, yeah, and it's I'll, it's not good. I'll say this about Hulk. It was it better than than Hulk 2003 with Eric Bana? Yeah, 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 definitely. Was it better than any other movie to come out since then? Superhero movie, not not from Marvel's end. Yeah, no, but it was better than, like, Batman vs. Superman. Mm, was it? I enjoyed Batman vs. Oh. Superman more than I enjoyed The Incredible Hulk. Rotten Tomatoes disagrees with me and ranks it, like, a 25%, <laughs> but I I enjoyed it much more than I enjoyed The Incredible Hulk. This movie was nearly unwatchable, and it never ended. That's true. It did never end. It might not be... I don't know when it came out, but it might be better than a Marvel movie that has come out since then that isn't part of the MCU, if that Wolverine movie uh, with Deadpool happened after this, because that was worse. X-Men Origins Wolverine. I don't know if it did or not, but I no idea. I can't remember. That was bad. But The Incredible Hulk, the the putting it in 12th place doesn't do it justice, because truthfully, it is definitely the worst movie we've reviewed, and Iron Man 2, which sits in 11th place, is way freaking better than this. Oh my gosh, yes. Iron Man 2 has its problems. Speaking of Iron Man 2, that's time. Okay, cool. Well, let's let's start talking about Iron Man 2. Uh, running on the platform again real quick, because so, I think I get this one in 3 mixed up a little bit. Iron Man 2 is about the fight between Iron Man and Whiplash, a.k.a. Mickey Rourke, a.k.a. Ivan Vanko, <laughs> who Ivan also Vanko. works with uh, Justin Hammer, and they they combine for this tag team, you know, villain combo, and you've got, the, like, the, the muscle and the brains. Except for Justin Hammer's pretty dumb. Yeah, well, he's uh, the, he's the, the, he likes to glorify himself as the planner. Yeah, well, he's, he's, it's not even the muscle and the brains, because that's, both of those are Mickey Rourke's character. Right, because he's an uh, astrophysicist What Justin Hammer has, right, what Justin Hammer has is, is, uh, the money. The, the money. Narrow, the greenbacks, yeah, brother. It also introduces us to War Machine. Uh, War Machine rocks cool. with an X. Yeah, War that was probably the best part about this X. whole thing, is we get Don Cheadle, who is awesome, as a replacement for um, uh, what's Terrence his Howard. name? Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard. who yep. is a perfectly fine actor, but was not suited for the part of Colonel Rhodes, and I think that's why he was replaced, is because he was a big old fuddy duddy. A big old fuddy duddy. Yeah. Um, but Iron Man Two does a lot for it's the series. It's the Humvee, not the humdrum V. The fun, that's fun true. V. The fun V. Excuse me. That's the first movie, but that's how I feel about them. Anyway, Iron Man Two is a lot better than the Incredible Hulk, but it's still not very good. We've got it ranked in eleventh place. Yeah, I mean, Iron Man just. <sighs> 
he, it, it's been proven that he can make an excellent movie on his own, but uh, he doesn't usually at all. Yeah, no, actually. I mean, this is, I mean, I, I, I still like Iron Man 3 more than most people, but this one, this one is not great. It's let down a lot by scripting. The script was not fantastic. Uh, Mickey Rourke's character was undeveloped and, or underdeveloped and kind of dies really cheaply. In the end, he just kind of blows himself up, like, anticlimactically. Yeah, I mean, they, they... In these early movies, they kept killing off the villains so they can't come back. And I don't know if that was because they didn't know if, like, the MCU was going to be a thing and they didn't want to make cliffhangers that were going to happen 12 movies down the line. Uh, I mean, I couldn't see any of these villains coming back anyway. Abomination could come back. That would be cool. I hope not. Obadiah I didn't, could I didn't come like back. Him. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, honestly, yeah, I mean, none of these could really come back, except for, well, yeah, no, at this point, none of them would come back. But Thor! Okay, Thor introduces us to our very first recurring our villain! Our very first recurring villain, probably the, the, you know, the second in line to be the big bad. Probably the second, in the second most movie, no, he's not. Because no. he's not in any movies, Thor's not in Right. Uh, um, yeah, Loki. We get Loki in Thor. Thor was, we got it ranked at ninth place, Thor was, okay. I mean, Thor was okay. it wasn't I mean, bad. It, was... it wasn't great. Um, that whole kind of like half last half an hour where he fights the destroyer and they destroy the town and pretty stupid. But yeah, but and it's it's got funny moments. It's got a little like nice romance between him and uh, Jane Foster. And, uh, you know, got some nice comic relief in the character of Darcy. And, um, you know, there's some, some very quotable lines. Got some great scenes where like Thor's trying to get the hammer out of the ground. And he can't pick it up. That was a cool one. Oh, and we also get introduced to the greatest hero in the history of the MCU. Ethan, who's that? Uh, Hawkeye. Clint Barton. Hawkeye. Hawkeye, Clint Barton makes his Martin. first appearance in this movie. He says like two no, lines man. and shoots no arrows. Uh, yeah, he picks up a gun first. The first, actually, the first bullet he fires in the MCU is a gun, but it doesn't happen until two movies from now. Yep, but that wasn't him. I think it was. I, I mean, it was him, but like, first. no, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he shoots at Loki. I don't think so. No, no, no not right. not time, not the time for this. Anyway. <laughs> We can find out later. Um, but Thor's a good movie, you know? I mean, it's got... It looks like, like, again, they were like, let's keep building these characters and doing origin stories. But it was already happening that, like, it would have been useful for them to be interacting with one another. Right. I don't know if they're all supposed to be happening at the same time between Iron Man and Incredible Hulk Thor and... Well, Iron Man 2 is happening at the same time as Thor because um, Phil Coulson leaves in the middle of Iron Man 2 to go to New Mexico. Oh, you're right. So right, those are happening right. at the same time. I don't know where Incredible Hulk is happening in this whole thing. Guardians of the Galaxy is also happening at the same time. So it's, yeah, a, it's a whole it big mumbo jumbo jambalaya of superheroes. But I, Thor was yeah. What do you what do you think about Thor overall? Just give me an impression. It's it's slightly. It's kind of like what we're about to get into, but not this week. Next week maybe. Yeah, next week. I, it's so confusing. Um, <laughs> but it's 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 like you take the the fiftieth percentile of what a superhero movie could be, and then you just give it a few more points, a little bit better. Fair enough. That's time. You Let's know. move on. Captain America, Our, the first Avenger. I know you yo, love this, this is, one. I do love this one, and, and it's in fifth place, and I think rightly so. Uh, really? No, it's not. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Sorry. So I really love this one. It's It's got Red Skull, who I think is an excellent villain, uh, portrayed by What's-His-Face. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. I knew that. The dude from The Matrix. Yep. Uh, and it takes place during World War II, and they're fighting not Nazis, which I thought was like, what's wrong with fighting Nazis? But they're fighting Hydra. Um, they're turbo Nazis. Super yeah, Nazis. Like double Nazis. Double Nazis. Right. Instead of raising one arm, they raise two arms. You're right. Hail Hydra. Uh, Hydra's Hail the Hydra. worst. We get introduced to Hydra, which is the first, like, conglomerate big bad type thing. Right. Our first villain that, like, is going to end the world. 
Right. And they're, right. they're like st- isn't just doing it for glory or whatever. Like yeah. we'll literally kill everyone. And I mean, up to this point in the series, they're still kind of working on that. Yeah, that's true. They're, what I never understand about these things is where they get all the henchmen. I mean, how do they convince these people? And I know you're gonna say, well, Hitler did it. But like, that's actually exactly what I was gonna say. Is like, how does but any like, evil you empire? Mean to, you mean to tell me there was like Hitler and then like Mecca double Hitler both at the same time in the same country? Uh, I think they probably were Nazis and they just like started following the Red Skull. We it also seemed, get it seemed the, to me like Hitler did the groundwork for that one. We also get introduced to the Tesseract, I think. Yes, the Tesseract. Mm, I know what it's called. Yes, it's the, the Tesseract. Yeah. Um, it is and it's movie. the first in the chrono- ch- chronology because obviously it's happening in the 40s. Happening right? in the 40s. Happening. Fourteen. Uh, it is the first Infinity Stone we get introduced to. Yes, it is, uh, and it's this one's better. You know, like compared to the last three we just talked about. You watch this movie, and it's like okay, there's a big if, big gap there, and there's like five yeah. movies that go in between it. Right, like Iron Man. Okay, this is this is a front runner in this series, and then you're like, okay, Hulk was okay, Iron Man two was okay, Thor was it was above average, but it was okay. Captain America one. This is a front runner in the series. Like we have another main character in these movies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's it's. He's the only one that can possibly compete with Iron Man for like, and he does, for like max screen time. He's like the big budget character. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of Infinity Stones, the Avengers. The Avengers. We get Loki's scepter, the greatest villain, the Mind Stone. Takes over our boy Clint Barton. Sad news. Uh, we are introduced to the worst character in the MCU in Maria Talking Hill. Talking about Maria Hill? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, gosh. Mm, I still, I would still pick Maria Hill over Gamora. Yeah. You mean uh, uh, Nebula. 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 Yeah, Nebula. Still pick Maria Hill over Nebula. Uh, but close. Close second. A close yeah, second is Maria one Hill. One of the worst characters. She's pretty Very, terrible. Uh, it's just, it's just Robin Shabatsky ruined it. I don't want to spend too much time on it. But the Avengers overall, fourth place in our lineup. That puts it just above Captain America. It was a great movie. It's just all it around. Was it was a, a good time. It, it it was a it was a you know you had a big alien space battle in New York with Loki, who's your first recurring villain. You got all the characters together: Thor, Iron Man, uh, Black Widow, Captain America, Hawkeye, the Incredible Hulk returning as Mark Ruffalo instead of. Uh, uh, instead of uh, Edward Norton, uh, there's no sleeping in Mexican cities, none whatsoever. It takes place almost entirely in New York, uh, which is perfectly yep. fine by me. We get introduced to Stark Tower. Uh, Nick Fury plays a big part in this one. Uh, there's helicarriers and lots of fun stuff. Yeah, and there's there's also uh, something to be said about this movie broke some ground as far as film go. And that they were able to take, you know, let's say there's four major heroes at this point. Because there is. There's Captain America, Thor, Hulk, and Iron Man. Right, people uh, who have gotten their own movie. Right, and of course Hulk is played by different actors. But they take four major heroes, major characters from their own films, put them together in one film, and not only does it not suck, it actually is great. It totally works. They figured out how to make yeah. it totally work instead All of their, sucking their, completely. Like, their personal chemistry, like their personal motivations and everything stay the same. Their chemistry is good. My only actual chief complaint is that they are like, they get the name the Avengers. Well, it was given to that they're avenging the earth, right? Or they're avenging. Right. But but really, they avenge Phil Coulson's death. And uh, I don't think Coulson deserves that much credit. He His whole point of appearing in the first movies that we didn't even mention up to now is that he is like a forgettable character and then when he shows up in this one you're like oh he was pulling them all together right but he was the first he was the first like casualty of the war yeah but i mean and (sighs) he's not dead though is the thing but he is like (sighs) he's super duper dead in the series. I know. I know. Agent Shield does not count. We've been over this. He is super duper dead. You know what else is super duper dead? Us talking about the Avengers. Iron Man 3. What is up? We've got this ranked at 8th place just above Thor. Yes. 
And we haven't talked about seven yet. Uh, Correct. So Iron Man three is the, a the, little bit. It's Marvel's emo phase beginning. Yeah, this Marvel is the discovered. Yeah, Marvel discovered My Chemical Romance, locked itself in his bedroom, and started making movies. Yeah, I you get a real PTSD from uh, New York. Tony. Yeah, Tony Stark is messed up by the whole Battle of New York thing. Rightly so. I mean, it's six months afterward, and he just saw into a different dimension full of, like, space whales. And is the only of the four major heroes that is just, like, a normal mortal person. Right. Like, Captain uh, America's a super soldier, <laughs> and he even says as many times in the movie, but, like, Captain America's a super soldier, and Thor is literally a god, and the Incredible Hulk pretty much can't be stopped or killed by anybody no matter what, and Tony Stark is a man in a box. Man in a can. Well, and real quick, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to touch on it too, too quick or too, too long. But Hulk is so powerful and so immortal that even after like Hulk was cured and like the virus of the gamma radiation was killed, he jumps out of a plane and the Hulk comes back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he is unkillable, and I right. think that's important to note here that Tony really is the only mortal in this situation. Right. It's like Steve uh, but could Iron be Man killed, th- but Iron Man Three is great. There's some great theory that comes out of Iron Man Three when he uh, builds. You know, he goes through the whole. This is Iron Man Two where he did that. Did what? When does he build the? Uh, uh, triangle arc reactor. This one. This one. Okay. Yeah. So he builds the the triangle arc reactor, and um, there's some theory around that that it was a new Infinity Stone, and that's why in the trailers for uh, Infinity War, behind him, the Time Stone has already been taken, and Doctor Strange is frozen in time, but Tony is not, which is possible that Tony has his own Infinity Stone, which would be very very cool, and that is also why in Avengers he could not be taken over by Loki, but then again he didn't have an Avengers, so who knows? Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Right. Maybe it was two. It might be. I don't remember. One of them he. It is. It is. It's two because it happens it's based on the um world fair which is in two right no but he still has the thing in his chest because uh, no never mind i don't know i can't remember anyway it's two because in two he's fighting the poisoning right Iron Man 3, emo face. Tony is making suits left and left and left and left and right um, because he doesn't know what to do with himself and he's made like 40 of them or something. And Pepper's like, oh, is that suit number 12? And he's like, something like that. And you look down his arm and it's number 42. Right. Continuing on Marvel's emo phase, we got Thor, the Dark World. Uh, man. Dark is an adjective, man. That describes this movie. This movie, um, honestly... Recurring villain. I just, well, not... I mean, Chris Eccleston's not the recurring villain. Lo- Loki's in this act- movie as not a villain. Yes, Loki's in this movie as a buddy because in the first Thor they introduced us to the Warriors 3 and I didn't like them. I didn't like them at all. Um, I get that, like a lot of comic book fans and Norse mythology buffs are going to like them. I did not and I'm right about that. They're just one dimensional and boring. Thor 2 gives us a lot more Loki who's developed and interesting and cool and what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say this movie's not good. No, it's not good. No, it's not good. It's not. Uh, I love Chris Eccleston. He did a very bad job at being the villain Malekith. It's not a very good villain at all. The whole kind of point of the movie where they're like coming upon a recurrence or like a resurgence where all the realms mix up and like and that was cool they could have been really awesome but they didn't do it quite right yeah and but we do get another infinity stone out of the uh the ether, ether. yeah we do get that but honestly i think putting this one in 10th place above iron man 2 is almost generous yeah you might be right bad but that's movie. where it's at <laughs> this is a bad movie uh we get a lot of uh really dumb stuff said by darcy in this one um well, funny stuff too but like she's in it a lot more and just kind of like kind of some asinine character development there and um well then they also develop they develop all of Thor's posse a lot not the Warriors 3 but his, his Midgard posse yeah. with Kat Denning and right um, and then which I think is dumb because then they completely take them out of the series entirely after this movie they never come back ever they're never going to I think yeah I mean I think Ed Selvig if anybody will but because well, he, he yeah. plays a pretty integral role in the in but the he's series. not like part of it right he it's definitely not, comes like, back didn't he Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so. Anyway, but yeah, no. It's they. He, the The rest of them are just irrelevant after this. They never come back. <clears throat> Jane Foster's gone. They They break up. You know, he, he gets dumped or whatever in in a future movie. And you know, it's 
just it was kind of a dumb movie. I don't want to just sit here and, and talk bad about it, but like it's not the greatest movie in the series. You're absolutely and it's, right. Other I than the fact that it been... introduced an Infinity Stone, it's pretty much irrelevant. Yeah, it, it kind of holds us over until the next major film. Um, not quite Age of Ultron because there's two in between it, but Captain America Two is a huge film with a you know a proper competitive to Iron Man type hero. Right. So it's it's kind of sandwiched in there and it doesn't quite get the love it deserves. Cool. So Captain America Two next. This is considered by many to people many people to be up until at least before Thor Ragnarok came out, the best of the series. Uh, and a lot of people wrong. are wrong. Yeah, They're, it's it's good. I mean, it's not that good. It's not better than Iron Man. Like that's like none of them. Are. I mean, it's not better than either but, Avengers movie at all. Correct. We actually ranked it at sixth, which is right above, or right below Captain America one, right below the Avengers. Uh, no, right below Captain America, right below Captain America one, right above Ant Man, which we haven't gotten to yet. Um, it's it's very good. It is like. An exceptionally good movie. Um, just as far as like sit, watch, be entertained, good stuff. Yep. I think it leans a little too heavy on um, Sam Jackson's character though. Yeah, there's too much. And it didn't have a real villain. The villain was like the government again, but like without an actual like super villain. Right, right. And and it's got Agent 13 in it, which was like a weird side plot. But we are introduced to the Winter Soldier, who I think upon like first watching through this series, just as a fan when they came out, I wasn't super crazy about and thought was kind of dumb. But now that we're watching it together and really diving into it, I think it deserves a little bit more credit. Uh, I than think he deserves given. less credit than he's given. Still not sold on Bucky. Maybe not more credit than he's given uh, because people give him a lot of credit in the fandoms. Yeah. But more credit than I was given. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, I ranked him appropriately the first time I watched these movies in that I was like, stop caring about Bucky. You have yeah, bigger it, fish to fry. It's true. Thanos the, the, Captain, is out there. Right. Captain America, the first Avenger, the first Captain America movie, didn't do a good enough job of selling me on their relationship. Um, so it's always right. been, since then, kind of tough to see, like, Cap pull his right. punches against but the villain. But then my major issues with this movie came from, resulting from the whole fact that, like, the big fight scene in this movie is, is Captain America versus some planes. It's true. It's well, like it's, there's no then, actual villain. Well, he fights... Bucky on the on the plane. Yeah, but like um, we're not calling the Winter Soldier a villain as a thing as much as we're not calling Loki a villain anymore because now he's like a good guy. Yeah, plus <sighs> Nick Fury is not the villain here. It's uh, who plays the director of Shield? Alexander like Pierce. above Nick Fury. Alexander Pierce. Who's the actor? Robert Redford. Robert Redford. You know he's he's the villain here, but so is Sam Jackson, where he's like, I want to hold a gun to everybody's head and call it peace. Like what? What? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Like that's. <laughs> you know what is not bad is Guardians of the Galaxy, our next movie. Guardians of the Galaxy. I actually two over yeah, overall. Two, two overall. I actually freaking hated this movie the first time I watched it. I thought it was dumb. I thought it was overplayed. I didn't get it because it was the most overhyped movie I've ever watched in my life. People wouldn't stop talking about it, and like I still don't get the hype at all. I still don't get the hype. What do you mean? Then why is it ranked number two? Because it's a very good movie. It's not. It did not change my entire life. I have seen plenty better than movie better movies than it. So here's my thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy as far as what it did for cinema. It did a lot of these for cinema. I completely disagree. A lot of these follow the progression that Iron Man did where like Iron Man set a template for what a great superhero movie could be and then everything else tried to be like Iron Man for the most part it, said, I'm not gonna it, say said, that's... it did things for superhero cinema it didn't really do anything for cinema well superhero cinema is its own genre now this one brand but you has just said 17 cinema. movies that's what I'm taking issue with okay whatever it did a lot for the superhero genre I agree with that completely uh, in that they could make one that was literally like high stakes but hilarious right and 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 that's the thing that's I think why we rated it this high is because like this movie could have been terrible it didn't matter the, the fact is that it, what it did for the other movies following it was so important yeah i mean i don't think that it's better than the other i think there's probably two films that compete with it for like funny excellent quality film 
superhero movies and i don't know that it's better than both of them it's probably as good as deadpool um it's better than deadpool he's better than deadpool. Better deadpool's deadpool. pretty good i laughed more in guardians of the galaxy than deadpool i don't know that i did but um that's okay. Deadpool doesn't count. It's not part of the MCU. We don't have to review Deadpool it. Deadpool doesn't count, and we don't have to review the other one in this category um, until, like, five weeks from now. Right. Um, but it, it changed what it could be. It also was the first of the Marvel movies that really had a soundtrack. Um, I know that Iron Man had a couple of songs with, like, Back in Black and uh, Iron Man, obviously. Uh, but the rest of them don't really have any music in them, like, at all. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy really brings in the idea that you can put a soundtrack in these movies, and you can make the music and the memorable, and that is important yeah. and good. Yeah, it was um, good. And there's like it was even since then. Maybe a little bit overdone, but no, I, no, uh, I, I don't know. I have awesome mix volume one on my like as a Spotify playlist, I and not. I listen to it all. the but, time. But like, I generally shy away from movies that just rely on other people's music to make them better. Like that, uh, you know, that that um just rely on songs to You're be. You're not gonna like what I have to say about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Well, that's okay because we're not there yet. I've still never even seen it, so that's okay. But uh, you know what? I have seen Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. A lot of people don't like this movie, turns out. Uh, we disagree with those people. Those people are wrong. Bacon and eggs. We'll this those people are wrong. Right above the Avengers. Yeah, so it's better than its predecessor. Ultron is a cooler villain than Loki. Whoa. Yeah, don't say that. No, I don't think that. No. Ultron is not as good a villain as Loki. But he's a and pretty Ultron's great Ultron. villain. We also get introduced to at least one cool character in this movie that's not Ultron uh, with Scarlet Witch. Oh, I get the two. Two cool characters and three characters total, but one of them gets killed off, so whatever. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, a lot of characters by now at this point because we've already introduced yeah. Falcon and now we've got Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and, you know... Vision. Vision, correct. Vision occurs in this movie. So yeah. that's that's really what makes it is because it makes heroes, you know, more so than than Avengers did, um, like the first one. And it's just, it was a really solid movie overall. I, I have trouble finding fault with it. Yeah, and the good thing about Age of Ultron that the Avengers didn't do is that Age of Ultron introduced, no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say Age of Ultron introduced new heroes and like explained where they came from, but uh, Avengers did that as well in that uh, Clint Barton was in Thor and uh, Maria Hill was the only one that was like, who? Yeah. But anyway, uh, and and... Natasha Romanoff was in Iron Man 2. Yes. Uh, But Age Age of Ultron was better than the Avengers. It just, the team comes together better. The the action sequences are very cool. And I like what they did with the chemistry in this one a lot It was great. It was great. We get, you know, like the whole thing with Hawkeye's family. And it was just, it was a really solid movie. It was. I really enjoyed it. I really don't know what else to say about it. James Spader was excellent. It's okay. We can move on. Okay. Uh, We got, and and lastly, number seven, we got Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Ant-Man harkens us back to what Iron Man could be. How to make a great origin story, superhero film thing. It was good fun. Good fun. Was good fun. Um, Ant-Man's a very likable character. Uh, he doesn't really have any necessary negative aspects to him. I mean, he's a thief. Um, Whatever. Um, But we get a surprisingly developed character as you'll see as we get into uh captain america civil war here in a minute um you know and that he's got some real strong feelings about things kind of like our boy uh marty mcfly feels about being called a chicken only instead it's he doesn't like being locked in jail uh so a little bit different right he doesn't like being locked up he'd do anything to avoid going back to prison yep uh we also get one of the greatest characters in the whole mcu which is luis 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 who does the the narrations to things that happen yeah which are just and they had a rosé to save the day hysterical (laughs) You know I don't like reds, but they had a rosé that saved the day. <laughs> you know I'm more of like uh, a neo-cubist, but they had this really nice Rothko. <laughs> Fun fact, ever since we watched Ant-Man, my background on my phone has been a Mark Rothko painting. Really? Yeah. 
Mine is I, a picture from my own wedding. I forgot that he existed, and I was like, oh, well, this guy is so dumb. And then I put it as a picture because it makes me laugh. Good. I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you. So it's uh, you know, it's a good movie. I had, it was it was fun. It's a fun watch because it's like a heist movie. It is a heist movie. And I love it, it heist movies, but it's like a superhero heist movie. But he is, It is. And he definitely has the same problem as as Iron Man does. Is he is a man in a can as well. A leather can. He's a, he's a man in a can. Yeah, his, his doesn't have armor. His, yeah, a, well, I mean, it's got some armor. A leather but. can. But what it also does is it introduces us to another corner of the M- of the Marvel universe that we haven't been given so far, and that it tells us more about Hank Pym, the great scientist, and it opens us up to you know Pym Technologies. Now there's like an opportunity for not just Stark technology being a big deal, but in the future you can have other Pym tech, yeah, Pym tech that either comes comes in as a problem or as a solution. And I think that that's that's a good uh, backdoor that they open for themselves. Um, well, I've got a problem and a solution for us in that we're out of time. Oh, look at that. Yep. So I don't know, the MCU so far has been a lot of fun, and has, we're very excited for well, what's about to come. It has. So you can join, join? I was going to say tune in, but I said toin instead. I tried to say tune and join. You can tune in on Thursday, and we will be talking about Captain America Civil War, a.k.a. The Avengers 2.5. Yeah, but not quite The Avengers because, because the ending is about a villain that Cap has. Right, and yeah. Thor and, and uh, Hulk are not in it because they're Everybody busy. Uh, like like running a coffee shop or whatever Clint they're doing. Barton's in it. Clint Barton's in it, and that's all that matters. It really is all that matters. Yep. I mean, Hulk isn't running a, a coffee shop. Hulk is busy winning a gladiator fight. No, he's in Team Thor. He is? Yeah. I haven't seen Team Thor sketches in a while. Uh, yeah, he's remember. in Team Thor. Well, Team Thor didn't actually... That's not canon. Yeah, what no. actually happened was a Quinjet flew off at the end of Avengers Part 2. And Thor just and left. And he's... Yeah, Thor just left. And there's no reason he couldn't have been in that movie, except he would have wrecked everybody. I don't know about everybody. I'm pretty sure Vision could have put him in the ground. Yeah, but Vision was busy fighting Scarlet But we'll Witch. talk about this They're, on Thursday. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there on we Thursday. We already got there. Yeah, we've already talked about it. But uh, thank you so much for listening to Sunday Brunch. I hope you uh, go enjoy your actual brunch. Have some mimosas and some some whatever. Uh, we recorded this at nighttime, so we are not oh, on a Tuesday. Hungover. <laughs> on Tuesday. But I hope you enjoy it. I hope you Sunday enjoy brunch. it on a Sunday. This Sunday. And uh, as always, I'm Ethan Achill. He's Tyler Carlin. I am at Wow Now on all of our socials. He is at, uh, uh, those are zeros in mine, by the way. And uh, he is at America Carlin. America, R L I N. And he, and that's on both his socials. You can reach us at BaconX23 if you want to tweet us. You can join our secret Facebook group, which is called. It's not secret. I know, but it sounds it sounds <laughs> cool to say it like that. It's a secret Facebook group. You can only be if, if you're a super fan. No, you can join super whoever fan. you are. It's a lot of fun over there. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, you can find the dis- link in the description for that group, and it's called Bacon and Eggs Fans if you want to just search it. As well as, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, you can go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and throw us a couple bucks to help us keep the lights on. And and if the merch has already been dropped, we don't know if it will be or not because we're still talking to the people. Probably doubt it. Yeah. But we're still, we're working on, we're working on merch. merchandise it's for you. It's going to be fun. It's so be super it's, duper it's, fun. So if there's a link yeah. downstairs for merch, then great. And if there's not, it'll show up soon, I promise. Yes. But we're super excited. You'll be able to take bacon and eggs with you wherever you go. Not just on your podcast app, but also on your chest. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, Arrivederci. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp.